Welcome back, everyone, to the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb, and with me, as always, is Craig, and you are here listening to the latest and greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. And here we are. It is the week of National Signing Day, and all hell is broken loose, and (laughs) it's just not stopping. But before we get into the chaos, as always, a little intro time here, but... Uh, Craig, I think I may have jinxed myself because the conversation we had last time, uh, you remember how we were saying how we hide stuff from family members and everything like that. I, not only did I have one fail this past week, I had two fails. Um, Yeah, I I didn't get caught with where I was hiding stuff, but um, the way it goes down on the weekend, because my wife is a stay-at-home mom, is that I on the weekends I get up with the kids so that she can sleep in. So both the kids got up and uh, I was letting out the dog. So both the kids are up. She doesn't have anything to do. She was back in bed. I was letting the dog out and I had my trusty old hidden chocolate milk and I was sitting there by the door waiting to let the dog in. I'm just drink, drinking my chocolate milk. Then for some random reason she comes out to tell me something and there I am standing with chocolate milk in a house that's not supposed to have like next to any sugar or anything. (laughs) So I got a good lecture with that, but that that's not too bad. But the thing where I really put my foot in my mouth was uh, this weekend we actually had people over. This had no relation to previous stories, but I just got to tell it because we were having people over and it was like mass chaos the last hour before they came because we were trying to finish cleaning and everything like that. And I had to run to the store that was down the road, and I'm trying to remember everything that needs to be done. It's like, okay, I need to take out the trash. I need to do this. And my wife earlier had said, well, I still need to do my hair before they come. And so I'm thinking of everything. I'm getting my coat on. I'm walking out the door, and I'm like, okay, I need to do this when I get back. And uh, I just like saying it as I'm passing. I'm just like, oh, yeah, don't forget to make sure to leave yourself time to do your hair. And she just, like, stops dead cold and just stares at me. And she's like, I already did my hair. So here, here basically, she's taking it as I'm telling her that her hair looks like crap. <laughs> I was like, well, you could say, well, you know, the bed head's in, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I've got a bad habit of, like, Sunday or Saturday morning, if we have to go somewhere, is she'll wake up the kids get the clothes out, get them going. And then I wake up at the last minute and then kind of get on her about you're running late, getting ready. Nice. <laughs> and she'll go, um, I took like an hour getting everybody else ready. And now you're getting on me. And I, I always do that. I don't know why I know it's a bad thing, but it's just part of me just to say, come on, what's wrong with you? You, you should have known this a long time ago. She goes, I can't just get up like you can. Oh yeah. Yeah, there there are certain things. I mean, okay, I know that things will change when you get married. You know, you'll do certain things you didn't do before. You won't do certain things that you did before. But sometimes it's, I know they always tell the story. It's just like, well, if you really cared and you really cared about it, you would change. Change that thing that's been like this little issue for all these years. And it's just like, yeah, but sometimes you just have to realize sometimes that's the way it is. It's not like it's not like we're doing it on purpose. It's not like we're trying to cause problems. It's just that's the way it is. There are a couple of things with me too, but we don't really need to go into a documentary on relationships between husbands and wives. But yeah, whenever there's a good story, I'll have to make sure to mention it. But the good stories to talk about, well, 
good news, bad news, just news all around. The news just doesn't seem to stop with Michigan and uh, National Signing Day coming up as commits drop, scholarships get pulled, uh, the recruiting board gets larger and smaller, and it just doesn't seem to stop. So uh, we're here actually right now is Monday night. And uh, there's stuff actually going to be going down tomorrow, Tuesday, um, and then, of course, Wednesday is National Signing Day. But uh, if my notes are not messed up, and just with all the changes and everything, I've been trying to stay on top of it. But we have currently have, man, it's kind of like technically we do, technically we don't. But technically we have 25 commits. Yeah. Right around there. So, I mean, we've got... A quarterback, two running backs, five wide receivers, two tight ends. We had four offensive linemen. Now we only have three. We have three defensive linemen, uh, four line, linebackers, outside linebackers, two safeties, a cornerback, and then uh, just two two athletes, two athletic players. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we got right now. And actually, um, I'm just going to go through the list real quick. You are then, missing one thing, though. Yeah. Boatloads and boatloads and boatloads, and I'll keep saying, of walk-ons. Yes. He has about 13 walk-ons. That's unreal. He did it at Stanford, by the way, but every day he's got another. He just got one today. It, it's he's has, He has four in the last two days. Well, four that, or five. that's a thing. I'll admit it right now, and just to kind of let people understand the situation, I've I'm not the biggest recruit information person. Like, I mean, I I've been on top of it before. I mean, I've been paying attention, uh, but this is probably the year that I've dove into it the most. But Craig is, I would label him as more of a recruiting expert. But all this stuff with these preferred walk-ons, I just once it started like yeah. ticking and going up, I was like, I quit preferred walk-ons you you are recruits you are going to be great we appreciate you but right now i just i yeah i can't handle it yeah they're the long forgotten ones they got a place kicker they just got a running back they got a receiver they're probably going to get a quarterback i heard he's looking well you know what these preferred walk-ons are what they're doing is the very fact is they want to play they want to see if they have a spot yeah. but they want education they want the degree and that's what it's about they they're just seeing if they have a shot but they're really coming here for michigan for the degree and not to really you know to maybe make a shot at doing it now what team they don't get scholarship though right or do they? no yeah that's what i thought so so yeah they're gonna be you know what what big name player i believe if i'm you know you know our fans can call me out on i'm not sure but i'll just say i think uh, jay watts was walk on at wisconsin i I believe so too yeah so there is hope that you'll find that one gem in the rough but you know like you said a lot of times they don't make the team or they're just kind of like third string fourth string guys yeah Yep, I mean, you just never know how it kind of goes. So I will let you kind of try to keep track of that. I don't know if you're going to try to mention any of them here, but we'll go ahead and go down through the list right now, um, and then we're going to highlight a couple players, and then we're going to talk about some players that aren't committed yet. But um, kind of, 
I believe for the most part in chronological order. We got a quarterback uh, way back when Brandon Peters uh, from Avon, Indiana, that committed. Kingston Davis, he had a lot of press around him. The running back, oh, sorry, the quarterback's a four-star average. I went through, and there were several. There are always several sites. Everybody knows that. So these are rough averages of the star ratings because they're all a little different. But Kingston Davis was a three-star running back um, from Prattville, Alabama. And then one that we're going to talk about a little bit more later is Michael Onwinu. On, I'm going. To, yeah, I'm going to butcher some of these names. Onwinu, and uh, he is actually. He was committed, then he was saying that he's not committed, and he's making his final decision apparently tomorrow before National Signing Day. So he's a Detroit player. Uh, he's an offensive guard, big guy, uh, 365 pounds. Um, and then we have an athlete, Chris Evans, uh, who's a four-star from Indianapolis. Uh Terius Johnson, a linebacker, good. We need more of those. Another guy who's actually from Prattville, Alabama, Sean McKeon, uh, three-star tight end from Dudley, Massachusetts. Ben Bredson, offensive lineman, four-star. He's from Heartland, Wisconsin. Big boy. Yeah, 297, six foot five. I'm going to love yep. seeing him on the line if he can work things out. Uh, Josh... Metellus uh, is a safety. Uh, he's only a two-star average, uh, but he's from Hollywood, Florida. Uh, Devin Gill is another safety, three-star average, also from Hollywood, Florida. And then there is a player who got decided to switch. Uh, Devery Hamilton, if you did not hear, switch, so he is no longer on the list. Uh, Ron Johnson is a defensive end, four-star from Camden, New Jersey. Brad Hawkins is a wide receiver, four-star from Camden, New Jersey. Amir Mitchell is another wide receiver uh, from uh, Egg Harbor, New Jersey. All these, if you heard and you followed recruiting at all, you heard New Jersey blew up when uh, talking about University of Michigan. Uh, Carlo Kemp is a defensive uh, end, four-star from Boulder, Colorado, and. Nate Johnson is a unique one because he was a commit. He's not a commit, but we're still recruiting him. He was officially committed to Michigan, but he's says that he's technically open. He is a three-star recruit, um, three-star wide receiver from Thompson Station, Tennessee. Uh, everybody should recognize the name Devin Bush Jr., uh, linebacker, four-star from Pembroke Pines, Florida. That was a big name. And, of course, Kareem Walker, the player that decommitted from Ohio State, the run, four-star running back from Wayne, New Jersey, uh, officially committed. And Dylan Crawford, another wide receiver, four-star from Pasadena, California. David Long, cornerback, four-star, Los Angeles, California. Stephen Spinellis, offensive tackle, another big boy, 325. Baltimore, Maryland, three-star. And then Joshua Uche, right? Yep. Awesome. Oh, I got it. You hear it, but you always forget. Uh, he's an outside linebacker, also plays defensive end, three-star for Miami, Florida. Alise Membose. Bose, yeah. Yeah, um, both, both those guys committed on the same day. Yeah. 
and yeah. uh yeah that's gonna be a fun one to try to continue to say but he's also a linebacker uh four star from ellenwood georgia michael Dwumfor, uh defensive tackle big boy 285 from wayne new jersey eddie and a lot of people's favorite is eddie mcdoom wide receiver three star from winter garden florida and we're coming here to the end a few more here kalik hudson athlete three-star from mckeesport pennsylvania and nick ebanks the tight end four-star big six six from plantation florida and so those are the commits long list of 25 24 or 23 i guess depending on how you look at it so i'm actually going to hand it over to craig because he's got a couple that he wants to highlight, obviously, from that long list of players. Yeah, let's talk about, well, let's start, we, we can begin with the guys, I call them on the fence guys. Um, there's a couple there that if you look at them, they're not exactly sure. Uh, one of them is tomorrow on the fence guys, obviously, Zai Dieteris Johnson's one, linebacker. Um He'll be one on when you is the other guy who's committing. Well, the weird thing is he's already committed to us. He was, he did have a meeting with Michigan state and then he came back. So that scared a lot of Michigan fans. So that kind of gave him a little bit of pause of what he's doing. Um, I think a lot of times just to let the fans know <laughs> these guys, I think enjoy all the hubbub and all the, publicity and what's going on and watching all this like chaos so settle down i still think on when you will be blue i, th- I think he'll decide on us I yeah think that's why for, I, I just think what he's doing i think he's doing it for i think there's a tragedy or something he's doing it for our friend on um, why he's doing it tomorrow but he's like well if he wasn't why isn't he not doing it on the national signing day i heard he's doing it there's a reason why he's doing it it's not like he's just doing it on a whim uh, two, if you wanted the spotlight, I wouldn't think National Signing Day would be the best time to do it because you're going to be outshined by all these big-name athletes like Gary would be one. So I get it. I still think he'll be blue, so I, I'm not really too concerned about him. The one I am is Dieteris Johnson. That's the one I'm worried about. He is a commit. He's the one that's on the fence. He's a linebacker from Alabama. He's really good. Uh, it'd be great to get another linebacker in there, which we need. Um, the other one would be uh, Nate Johnson, and he would be the one where I think I think he's going to stay blue because uh, I think Jim Harbaugh went and visit him, went to visit him uh, recently because I think that he was on the fence that he was thinking about moving on. Maybe the Notre Dame was one. I think Notre Dame was the uh, team he was going to head to, but I think he's going to be solid to us and stay uh the one that won't be is uh it's not on the list anymore is pi young and he would be the one i think is going to move on so those are the guys i worry about the one also is connor murphy i'm not exactly sure connor murphy he's the other one that we're targeting uh as you guys know that um uh, jim harbaugh did babysit connor murphy he's from arizona um, when he was younger, 
But the uh, very fact is you think he's – I think he's going to stay in that area. I'm not sure he's going to come out to Michigan, even though I thought he was a solid Michigan recruit. So he might stay there. Um, and so he he was he was never committed though. He's still a guy no, who's waiting. No, yeah. But I thought you know, given the fact that Jim, he, him, his family and Jim Harbaugh have a really good connection because of the whole he did babysit him and things like that. So there's a good connection. So we can just run down the the, the I call them guys retarding. Nate Johnson I think is going to stay blue. Um, Connor Murphy. I'm going to put a big old question mark. I don't think he's going to be blue. I just what I'm hearing and giving. I'm not get. I'm not sure about that. And then let's go to the big boy. Let's go to Rashawn Gary, the defensive tackle, the number one recruit in the country from Paramus, Paramus, uh, New Jersey. I do think he's going to go blue. I and right now, on Twitter, there's a lot, a lot of Twitter talking tonight, specifically about Gary going to Clemson. I don't yeah, believe it. I saw I'm that. Because he, he narrowed his list down. He took off Alabama, took off Old Miss, and I think he took off another team. I'm not sh- exactly sure who it was, but uh, it comes down to us and Clemson. I think he's blue all the way. There's no way. I would be absolutely shocked, shocked fans if he does not pick blue. So I think he's strong blue. He's going to come to our team. Levert Hill is the one I think – Sixty forty. I think he's going to go blue too. I think he will, um, given the fact that he had a trip back to uh, from Michigan State back to Michigan, and I think that really maybe helped us in that area. So uh, don't hold me against that. I'm just going to say, just my opinion. I think he's going to go blue. So let's hope. Uh, the other guy would be the athlete is back. Guess who's back into the fold? Victor Vermontes is the athlete quarterback. Uh, I heard Jim Harbour went and visited him again, and uh, he's the quarterback at first, but uh, I think they're going to maybe use him as a lineman, a linebacker, right. which would be great if we could get him. And then I think, do you hear about the silent commit? There's like a silent commit guy out yeah, there. Yeah, I that was, oh, I can't remember exactly when it was, but yeah, I heard that come to the surface and i haven't really heard anything since the yeah. initial sound didn't say who it was but i got a feeling it's quinn norton i think it is the kicker who uh was going to go to penn state but i think we're going to get him so i think he might be the guy that's already committed and ready to go um but we're not going to know till national signing day so and there might be one i, I would not put it past this uh, recruiting class and Jim Harbaugh defined with that one recruit that we all just say, wow, I never saw that one coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did that with coach, uh, his coaching staff, so I, I wouldn't be surprised as well. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you with what you said. I mean, from what I've seen for the information about Gary, uh, information coming from people who have reliable sources and things like that, they feel pretty comfortable with it. Um. I mean, Michigan's made it this far in the top two. We'll see how that goes. That makes a lot of sense for that silent commit for being uh, Quid Norton, so I'll be interested with that. Uh, a guy that I think that we're going to get um, because, uh, what was his name now? Uh, Devery Hamilton uh, switched to Sanford, the offensive tackle. I have a feeling 
that's going to be because somebody else is going to be coming in. I don't know if they know it or they're just emphasizing it more. Um, but I'd watch uh, EJ Price. Yeah. I yep. think there'd be a decent chance with that. So uh, interesting one, of course, is the California duo, as they're talking about, uh, with uh, Devin Asasi, if that's how yep. it is, uh, the tight end, uh, and then his classmate, uh, Boss Tagaloa, a defensive mm-hmm. tackle. I don't know where they stand, but obviously that's been getting a lot of attention because that's another pair that are uh, going to be committing together. So, yeah, that one's looking that one's looking more and like more as the week and the days went on. That it just simply doesn't seem like it's in the cards that we're going to get them. So it seems like they were really trending towards us, and then that kind of died off. So I, I don't believe they'll pick us. Um, that's my uh, – I know tonight they did uh, offer uh, offensive uh, alignment in uh, Alaric, Alaric Jackson, I think his name is, out of De- uh, Detroit area. So he, he's an offensive tackle, I believe. So that might fill the void of um, having Hamilton gone. So Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> so I, I really do uh, agree with you that there's a good chance that there's going to be somebody that's just going to be a shock. I mean, it it could be somebody that nobody's anticipating, or it's gonna be, it could be somebody that everybody just believes is out of the question. I mean, kind of like maybe that California duo. Uh, I'm not saying that's why I'm leaning, but I definitely agree with you that it will not shock me if there is one that comes out of nowhere and no one really anticipated. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, the class is uh, – we're we're still top five, right? That's one thing that I haven't looked up. Yep. So, uh, I mean, Jim Harbaugh has had a full year now, and so things have been going really well. Obviously, we had our episode talking about the drama of everything going on with players decommitting and players having their scholarships pulled. Um, probably won't get all the information from that because uh, certain people aren't uh, able to talk about it. But something that we do want to make sure to mention is the unique situation surrounding Michigan's National Signing Day extravaganza event, oh, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I don't even know. I, maybe I've been kind of unaware. Like I said, I haven't been on top of recruiting all the time, but I have not seen some – something like this before uh especially with michigan but also i mean around with other colleges i've not really heard a lot of things with this but so i don't know if it's just because it's jim harbaugh that it's happening and like i look at it it's either jim harbaugh leading the forefront with it or somebody's just like hey we're gonna do this because jim harbaugh's here i honestly think it's mostly kind of with Jim just because it feels like his personality that this is all coming together but uh, have you seen the I think this is the whole list have you seen the whole list of people coming yet yeah let's start with (laughs) Rick Flair baby (laughs) he was one of the first ones wasn't he wasn't he one of the early ones that people were talking about Brandon will love that one of our friends big big wrestling fan oh yeah 
He'll enjoy that one. Yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta make sure to keep on track of that. Which, by the way, if you haven't heard the uh, the whole National Signing Day special uh, for the University of Michigan, that I think they're gonna be. Is it the Players Tribune or something like that? Yeah. Somebody's gonna be streaming it or airing it live the whole entire day online. You can find it. I think it's starts at eleven, but. You got to hear this list because, I mean, we thought it started off big at the beginning, but then it just kept on getting bigger and bigger as time went on. But, uh, of course, uh, you're going to have Michigan alum in there, and you've got Tom Brady on the list. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously I don't think he – well, obviously he wouldn't be there if he their team made it to the Super Bowl, so maybe a little bit lucky that that didn't happen. But uh, Tom Brady will be there, and then uh, everybody knows that uh, Derek Jeter has been seen inside the big house. So he's uh, he's going to be ma- having his presence at this event. I don't really know where this one comes from, but Jim Leland is going to be there. So yep. I mean, other than Detroit baseball, you know, Detroit's in Michigan. I feel like there's some connection there, but I I'm unaware to it. And then I. This is how out of it sometimes I can be. I'm not up on pop culture, stuff like that, but I'm probably going to even say this wrong. This is how bad it is. My ghost? My ghost. Okay. Uh, the well, musicians? Caleb and I are, you know, we, I don't think we're hip-hop guys. No. So somebody like that, like I think... Khalid, Khalid is one Khalid or I think is another guy I heard that might be there and I went look the only reason I know one of them you know why listen to this is the reason is is because they're on my NBA 2, <laughs> 2k 16 game the music it's the only, yeah it's the only way I know their song oh my gosh <laughs> but I'm sure I've I'm sure I've heard their music like i I'll listen to the radio a lot in my car. I don't really have my iPod hooked up or CDs, but I just, I'm not one to really follow up on what's going on in movies and music. So forgive my ignorance, but the, another musician don't know anything about mayor Hawthorne. All right. Uh, we already mentioned Ric Flair pro wrestling hall of famer, uh, Derek Holland and MLB pitcher. Yep. Um, then we're actually going to be getting into uh, some logical football relations uh, people here. Mike Shanahan, the former NFL head coach, former Michigan quarterback, Denard Robinson. Uh, everybody should be able to remember that because that was in recent history. Uh, and he is a current running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. John Jansen, football alum and analyst. Then uh, another one that I've don't understand personally uh brad kozlowski the nascar driver i mean i i knew him when they mentioned his name i knew what he was from but i'm not i don't know his connection to everything uh and then of course the well-known uh former i don't think he's doing anything anymore but former football analyst lou holtz which actually i don't get that help me help me understand that one we're bringing in a notre dame coach (laughs) one of the my least favorite football analysts into this i i don't know i'm not sure i mean yeah i don't know but something that that totally reminds me of is last week i had a meeting 
down in Lansing. I, I was kind of like in your neck of the woods. By I would have called you and uh, tried to catch up with you, but we carpooled, so I was a little trapped in the schedule and everything. But yeah, so we were down in Lansing for I work with nonprofits and everything, and there was a regional kind of thing down in Lansing. And there was this lady who was sitting next to me on my right, and I had the hardest time focusing because she was the female version of Lou Holtz. Like, <laughs> no lie. I mean, just the the way talking, I kind of, I always felt like when Lou was talking and also with kind of with this lady, that the way that they talk and their mouth and their lips are forming, it's them trying to make sure their dentures stay in their mouth. Yeah. And, and I was just, I, that, that's what I thought of the whole entire time. So there, there is a, they got a big scoop of peanut butter in their mouth. Yes. Top, top lip or something like, like that. Like they just, can't understand. So is he going to show up with an interpreter? What? I don't know, but, but watch out if you're in the front row and you get to go to this event, wear a poncho. So <laughs> nice. I, I don't hate the guy, but man, it was it was difficult to understand him sometimes. And his logic, he was he was so biased sometimes. He was so biased. Yeah. That that's the thing that I can say that I appreciate about. Um, wow, brain fart. Um, the Ohio. Um, Kirk Herbstreet. Thank you, Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah. I, I like I, uh, I can appreciate watching him because I feel like he tries to be as unbiased as possible. So, yeah. anyways, yeah. But Lou Holtz will be there, and I'm sh- he's he'll talk. I, I right. almost want to do those sports betting things. He's going to bring up Notre Dame football. If someone doesn't oh. ask him, he's going to bring up Notre Dame football. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he will. Yeah, he'll pick win it. <laughs> he'll pick to win it. And next year he'll win. Next year they'll win. Next year they'll win. No, he's, oh, yeah. I could see it. They're going to be talking to him, and they're going to be like, "So, Lou Holtz, uh, how do you think uh, Michigan's recruiting class is going to end up this year? You know, I mean, they're in the top five, or they're going to get the top five. I don't know about you guys, but but yeah, what's off for Notre, Notre Dame? Notre Dame's going to come out of nowhere. Notre Dame's going to get number one. <laughs> Oh man! It's like um, settle him down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on from Lou Holtz, um, and Jack Kennedy, a football alum and musician, is also going to be there. And then, of course, awesome Desmond Howard uh, will be there. Uh, current football analyst, of course, the great football alum from Michigan. Todd McShay, uh, another football analyst, will be there. And then. Um, on the last two again, I don't really know the connection. Uh, Jessica Shore, Shore, S Z O H R. She's an actress. I'm butchering it. I can almost guarantee. So if you guys want to, you can let me know afterwards and just laugh at me. I, I don't really. I I know that I'm killing this. So then, uh, then you have Josh Grayson, uh, the musician. So that is the latest list that I've seen for this event i mean people are looking at it and it's just i don't really know who's going to be going to this uh as far as players and things like that but this is huge this is gonna be like i feel like this is the highlight i mean it's i always find it difficult when there are these situations being a michigan fan when it seems like something at michigan is being blown up and it's been going on so much since jim harbaugh has been there but i feel like this is going to be essentially the premier event for national signing day well you got already we got 
what the best quarterback in probably NFL history, Brady, and you got probably one of the best baseball players in MLB history in Jeter. You got one of the best pro wrestlers in Ric Flair. Kind of shocked that Rich Eisen isn't going to be there. Maybe because he's doing the Super Bowl. I don't know. Oh yeah, but it's just crazy. I almost want to do prop bets. (laughs) <laughs> make up some prop bets on this on like i said for instance lou holtz how many times he's gonna bring up notre dame and just yeah. random stuff like that but it, it should be good it should be entertaining so uh it's gonna be big obviously it's gonna be kind of during the work day so hopefully you get the uh opportunity to check it out and listen in but yeah this is hopefully, uh, that you actually can watch it and work at the same time yeah i have a so dual we'll mon- i have dual monitors in my office so I know it's going to be going on one. Um, yeah, I had uh, when Kareem Walker committed. I remember having that up. But, man, that stream sucked. They That yeah, was so did. bad. I everybody did on that, by the way. So you weren't the only one. Everybody did. Yeah. There was, so, yes. there was so much trash talking going on that feed. People were just getting <laughs> so mad about how the stream was going. So, um, I mean, this – okay, so this is a look ahead of uh, National Signing Day – and then, of course, uh, we're going to do follow-up next week about uh, following up on National Signing Day. Uh, but I just want to make sure, um, was there more that you wanted to cover? or? I know there's a, uh, I think I mentioned Eller Jackson was a guy, offensive tackle, the fill-in. Look, you know what, I, I do want to say this to the the Twitter followers and the fans and the people, um, and I don't want to downplay it, is, look, Losing Hamilton was a really big deal. He was a four-star, true, recru- uh, true, uh, true player. He was really, really, really good. It was really tough. Out of all of them that left, he was the one that I went. Oh man, that was a big blow. I don't think. In fact, I don't think the staff really knew that he would do that. I think they might have had a concern that he would. But the very fact is, I think he's the one that kind of might, might have came out of nowhere and. That was a big blow to us that we, you know, could he, he probably would have been a starter. Obviously, you would have been a starter. Um, so I don't want to downplay that, but I think, you know, I believe Michigan does what they can to get fill that void. I, I think they always have a backup plan. They always know they have recruits on standby, you know, just in case this happens. And, you know, I think we talked about the whole attrition and what happens in recruiting, and we talked about this year is, the fans and Twitter followers that go all up in arms and they freak out and they're they're absolutely freaking out right now is, look, next year it won't be as bad because this is the way Jim Harbaugh works. You're, yeah. you're going to get this. You're going to get guys dropping out and guys coming in. You're going to get guys that you think aren't committing. I mean, think about it. We have players out there that are using Twitter just the same way as we are. And they're wa- looking at this and they're watching. that All they have to do is – throw one little tweet out there and it sends everybody up in an uproar. Yeah. I mean, it take, I mean, can you imagine a player going, well, I'm, you know what? I don't want anybody. To, I don't want to show my hand. So I'm going to drop all Michigan stuff off my Twitter account. Yeah. Well, you know, so everybody, they freak out and go, he's not committing to Michigan. I knew it. And he's just probably just saying, Hey, you know, what? I want to wait for the final day to let my, you know, commit. And, yeah. It's amazing watching that. I always try to play cool and calm. Uh, and if they don't, let's say Rashad and Gary does not pick Michigan. 
Am I going to be shocked? I'll be absolutely shocked. But you know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to tweet at him. I'm not going to say anything. I'll, I'll just say, hey, thanks for, you know, thinking about us and and, and consider considering us. You're going to be a great player and great NFL prospect. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Like we said that before and everything. I totally agree. A couple things that I'll say is that um, this is actually with all this. I'll just say crap coming out this year. It's actually going to help. I foresee it helping us so much in the future, probably beginning next year, because, you know, I mean, people have heard it. People have um, heard the staff talk about it, have heard the players talk about it, where they say, you know, this is competition. You have to earn your spot. This is proving it. All this uh, scholarship pulling, all this decommitting and all this, change and uncertainty this is proving it so i mean for instance um eric swenson uh weaver uh probably even dealing with uh the situation with uh hamilton you know these the players coming in the future now know i have to play every year i have to prove myself i have to not give up not give in and if the Michigan coaching staff tells me something to do, I probably should do it. Otherwise, there's a really good chance that I'm not going to be going there then. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So, it really so is. yeah, so now people know that. I mean, it it sucks that people are freaking out about it and you know calling Harbaugh out and telling saying that he's a terrible person and that you should never trust him and let your kids try to go play for him and stupid stuff like that because he's definitely not the only one who's done it and all other ridiculous nonsense, but people will now know and the players will know. And that's probably the most important thing where it's just like, I I don't want to come out and say, I think it's going to be essentially kind of all the shock and awe things are going to be done after this year um, because I don't foresee that, but it's just, you know, it's, it's come around that Harbaugh has been here for a full year now and people are able to see and understand it a lot better. I mean, Jim Harbaugh is all over the place, so you're never going to understand everything, but this just gives people the insight of knowing and understanding what he expects and what they can expect with him in Michigan. So I'm okay yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm with you. You know, it goes down how it goes down and trusts Jim Harbaugh and the coaching staff. Actually, and one, and one thing to our listeners is to remember is uh, recruiting takes – um, two to three years, and I'm not talking about to gather who we want. It's about actually the staff too. Is they need to build relationships. These guys that they're bringing in, they're bringing in that it's a pretty amazing job that he built this team the way it is, and we're going to be in the top five in recruiting. Because usually it takes about two to three years when they start building relationships with these players. So if he's doing it now. 2017 is just going to get better. 2018 is going to be even better than that. I mean, that's how amazing this is going to be because these coaches, Jim Harbaugh is actually talking to these guys when they're juniors and they're sophomores before they're even starting. They're, he's building a relationship so when they become seniors, they'll be able to commit to Michigan right away. That's where he's getting to. He's building up these relationships. Right now he's only doing it within the year. He's yeah. trying to get – as he can coming in because he's like, Hey, it's my first go at being a recruiter and he's doing a, 
pretty darn good job. So, and there's a lot of talking out there about, well, it seems like this recruiting class is falling apart in the last three or four days, and I don't see it. I see it as, hey, you know what? Sometimes recruits just change their minds and leave, you know? Like you said, how do you know that they're not saying, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm just not cut out to work and be that kind of player that Jim Harbaugh wants me to be, yeah. you know? Maybe they're like, I don't want to say scared, but they're like, I don't know if I'm cut out to be that guy. Yeah. Well, no, we had um, in high school, I played basketball, um, and in my sophomore year, JV, uh, we we kind of had an, uh, an overstock of players. I think we had some like uh, 15, 14 or something like that. And I believe it was his first year. Uh, we got a new JV coach, and he was tough and mean. I mean, you know, he lo- he was more of a football coach. You wouldn't anticipate him to be a football coach. But um, he just laid into us every practice, and we lost six. I want to say six guys in one practice. They were just like, we're done. I mean, yeah, so it's – and I think one or two came back. But, yeah, we lost quite a few, and it's just like, hey, you know, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, you sometimes you learn that you're not cut out for it. I mean, it's not like – I wouldn't call it quitting, but, you know, it, it is. But, you know, sometimes you just learn a situation's not good for you. You need to get out of it. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. you learn that in the moment. Sometimes you learn it later when it's too late, and it causes more problems than good. But, yeah, actually talking about that, Coach, a fun fact uh, – he was, uh, <laughs> we would have a couple practices where we would then, uh, play dodgeball with basketballs. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta watch out. A couple of kids got pelting in the head, but, uh, it, that was always a good time. So, yeah, I mean, you know, people don't need to be freaking out. I mean, I know that it's going to happen and there's all these questions about it and there's going to be confusion. I mean, don't feel bad or anything if you're confused because, everybody's confused i mean media's confused people close to michigan are confused uh and are not on top of everything 100 percent. so day by day national signing day is almost here is almost settled yeah be patient with what you're and what, if you're tweeting out or you're doing any kind of information out there on a twitter what do we call it twitter universe or twitter sphere Sphere, yeah, just be careful because I mean, there, we we have hundreds and hundreds of people out there that are watching every little move, every tweet that comes, like refreshes everyone that comes up. And if you say the wrong thing or gets everybody's hopes up, and you don't have the right information, if you don't have the right uh, sources that you got it from, you're you know you saw what could happen. It, they will take you out. Talking about tech, he's talking about yeah. banks. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, learn your lesson. Don't do it. Leave it to the professionals. Leave it to the guys that yeah. Sam, people like that. Well, that yeah, talk. like yeah, like for for instance, I mean, I remember before we got our the defensive coordinator. I was guessing it was going to be from somebody from the NFL, and I said, if I had to guess, my guess yeah. is this is what I see. You know, my opinion. So, I mean, unless you know, yeah, no, even if you know, you know it, that you know, that you know, that you know, and nobody else has the information, 
just say you know that it's a guess or it you have a lot of information that you feel comfortable with this but you're not guaranteeing it just basically don't guarantee anything no safety don't. net don't guarantee anything but yeah so. You know, you get somebody like Sam Webb, who we have a lot of respect for and his sources and who he's talking to because he knows he's directly. Now, listen, that guy, I'm guaranteeing you, he's all about recruiting. He's in it. And the very fact is he needs to make sure probably triple checks all his sources to make sure that he is right. There's yeah. no way that guy's reputation his reputation's on the line if it if it's wrong. Yeah. Well. Well. I don't. Because it is. Yeah. I don't know that he says that he guarantees things a lot. Does he? He basically no. just says this looks like it's happening or something along yeah. those lines. So he uses words. Those words are very. I think he knows what the words to use. I think he knows exactly what he's saying. I mean, look at when they were talking about Jim Harbaugh. We had what? Well, you had a couple. ESPN guys, in fact, uh, what was the one guy, uh, Adam Schefter, saying, oh, Jim Harbaugh is not coming to Michigan, and he was way wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, no, there were so many. It was unbelievable. Um, and I don't think Adam Schefter was too adamant. I mean, I think he was just like, it doesn't look like it's happening and stuff like that. But then you have those other people who are like, Michigan fans are naive. It's a guarantee this is not happening. You've got to get your heads out of your butt because Harbaugh's not going back to – yeah, it's so – yeah. Basically – I'll say 10% Rashawn Gary will get him, and I'll leave that little extra room so I don't get butchered on Twitter. What would you say, 90% or I didn't hear what you said? I'll say 90% we get Rashawn Gary, and then I'll leave that 10% that gets me my way out of getting crushed on Twitter. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah, that, that works. I'm good with that. So uh, as as we're closing out and kind of wrapping things up here, uh, pay attention. Uh, oh, man, where is it? Uh, Anwinu, uh, Michael Anwinu, uh, the offensive guard, is making his decision tomorrow. Uh, pay attention, of course, obvious names, Rashawn, Gary, LaVert Hill. Um, uh, up in the air, we've got Connor Murphy and also kind of checking out maybe EJ Price, just watching how things go down. Uh, it's going to be coming down here in the next couple days. Pay attention. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure that they'll be entertaining to watch the event on Wednesday. So... Uh, we appreciate you listening in to the latest and greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Uh, it's always a pleasure to bring you Michigan football each and every week. If you want to contact us, we actually have new information. Uh, but uh, the regular information that we will share with you is email bluebrothersportscast at gmail.com. And we are both on Twitter, uh, Blue Bros underscore and our name. So Blue Bros underscore Craig and Blue Bros underscore Caleb. But we have a new way you can reach us and so this is the first time we're going to be using it so if something goes wrong bear with us because this is new to me i'm setting this up you know we 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 really expect a lot from our listeners be patient yes be patient hold on just (laughs) hold on and enjoy the ride It, it will get to its final destination of near perfection maybe in 2025 but um yeah so we have a voicemail 
that you can call into. And if you can, uh, try to aim like maybe a minute and under. I mean, nothing too long. I mean, don't time yourself. We're not too worried about that. But we're going to try to keep things kind of short so we can include as much as we can from people. Um, but the number is 551-258-3276. So that's 551-BLUE-BRO. So that's B-L-U-E-B-R-O. So, yes, go ahead and give us a call, leave us voicemail, uh, mention your name, or if you want to go by your Twitter handle, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, feel free to let us know where you're from and uh, share your information. There's going to be a lot of opinions here coming up with National Signing Day, so feel free. Well, you know what? I'd rather have them call us True. on this new voicemail we're going to have about if they're mad. If you're pissed off about what happened, what's going on. I'd rather have you do it that way, and then that way we can address it on on this podcast than putting something on Twitter and then getting really yes yes nailed for. So do it that way. I think it's a better way of doing it. Vent. You can vent on this show. We don't mind that. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with compiling as many voicemails together as I can. Um, might take some extra time, but I'll gladly look into it. Yeah, actually, this could be the end of Twitter time. If this uh, voicemail system yeah. takes off. So, yeah, please call in. Uh, we appreciate all our listeners and we want to include your opinions. And this will be a great way instead of us reading your tweets, you will be able to be heard on the episodes themselves. Uh, last time again, the number is 551 258 3276. So, 551 Blue Bro. So, there you've got it. Uh, That's okay. Wednesday, I think it starts at what time? 11? I think it starts around that time. Yeah, I think that's at least the Michigan event. I don't know if that's all National Signing Day events start at 11, but. I think Rashawn Gary's at 1 o'clock or 2, one of those. Yeah, he was afternoon. Yep. So. So stay tuned, watch it. Um, I will be, I'll be trying to work in watching it. So that'll be a lot of, a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm actually feeling pretty good about this episode because I don't know if I'll have to go back and edit too much. That's always the pain. I have to go back and make sure that everything connected correctly. So this one I might be able to throw on pretty quickly. We, as always, appreciate our listeners and always hope that you all have a good week and a good National Signing Day 2016. And yep. as always, go blue. Go blue.